0: I'm Helen Rebello, welcome to The Turning Point Project. I believe that when you face a big transitional moment in life, you have to learn how to transcend your fears and honour the process, even if it gets messy in the middle. In this project, inspiring conscious creatives and entrepreneurs share their stories about how they used a turning point to move from a life that didn't fully fit, to living in a more intentional way despite the messy bits may these stories inspire you to trust your turning points and take a step forwards through your messy bits towards your more magical life my lovely guest on today's episode is linda anderson who these days is a business mindset magician and an eft coach But back in the day, as she shares in this episode, she was in a very, very different place and life really taught her a very hard but ultimately incredible lesson about what was really important and who she really was underneath all of the layers and that's what we're talking about in this episode. She's one of my favourite people I think you'll absolutely love her. She has an incredible way of putting things. So enjoy and I hope you learn lots of useful, useful information. Thank you for being here, Linda. Thank you so much for agreeing to share a little bit of your story and your turning points. I'm really happy to have you here. It's an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you for inviting me. And I think this is such an exciting project you've
0: got going. Definitely. it's It's been so much more than I could have imagined. Mm. And um, these conversations have been rich and real. And yeah, it's just a delight. So thank you. My pleasure. Yay. I'm excited. <laughs> so, So thank you. And when you said yes to this project, did you have did you have something immediately come to your mind that you thought you might want to talk about or or have you sat with it and perused a while?
1: I had a few things come to mind, but one that came in immediately was a really big turning point that I've, I've kind of been a bit shy talking about in the past. Yeah. Um, that really set me off on this journey to, well, we call it a journey to self-employment, but actually I see it as a spiritual journey of self-development. Yeah because I think we do need to keep working on ourselves if we're going to actually sustain ourselves through our gifts, you know, and and create a business around it. Definitely. Yeah. So this was a huge wake up call for me um, back in
0: 2003.
1: Yeah. When I'd had the perfect life up until a couple of years before that I had the, we'd moved to the countryside and my husband had a nice job. And we had two little children and I had a hobby business. I was doing reflexology and Reiki and all that kind of complimentary stuff that I absolutely loved. Doing it part time for some pin money um, and having time to go on bike rides and learn to play the piano. And, you know, everything was hunky dory. And then at a certain point, David lost his job and he was out of work for a long time. Yeah. And we were beginning to get into serious financial trouble. So uh, I had to get a job. Um, and I overheard one of the family members saying, well, can't Linda get a job? <laughs> I thought, Oh, my God, this oh no. is I've got to do it now. So I ended up um, doing a crappy admin job in an office down the road in a very small company. But it was a really toxic atmosphere in there. Yeah. Everybody was at each other and it was deadly dull. I mean, you know, I, I, I trudged down the road every day for two years and I, I just felt like something inside me was dying. You know, I was thinking, how can I be? Feeling so kind of stale, almost and dead, yes, and, and still be here and not be ill, you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I absolutely hated it. It wasn't even bringing in enough money anyway. We were still slipping further and further into that. Yeah.
0: So it's almost like, well,
1: what's the point <laughs> what's of the point? myself yeah, through this? Exactly. And I think I really knew that at some level, but I didn't have the courage to say, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. It, it's not, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like this is much how my life is meant to be. So I, I carried on doing it. And then ultimately at a certain point, Uh, my body said no for me and I developed breast cancer that was in early 2003 which uh, was a massive wake-up call Um, and I think at that point I did take it seriously and I did realize that it's kind of like waking up and realizing I don't have to live the life other people expect me to live
0: yeah
1: I have a choice yeah you know no matter what other people think they're all going to have opinions about what I'm doing the way you and i have opinions about other people you know yeah but it's my life and it's my one life and what am i going to do with it am i going to carry on trudging up and down the road no i'm not yeah (laughs) so that was it and i started I, i didn't go back um but i started looking for ways to heal the emotional roots of the illness yes because i knew that conventional treatment would only buy me time. And if I didn't address what gave rise to it in the first place, then I wasn't going to be around for much longer. And I, I really wanted to be here for my kids. Um, and for me as well, you know, I mean, I love life. I wanted to be here. So, yeah. so I had to do something about it. And it was in that doing that research where I was looking for ways because I really feel that the body is the final destination for blockages and things that are not right, that it are dysfunctional really at bad. other levels, you know, yeah. where we have those kind of negative beliefs, mistaken meanings that we gave to things in childhood that make us behave in a way that is not in alignment with who we really are. Yeah. So we're trying to fit everybody else's version of who we should be. Um, and I think that ultimately does can lead to illness. It certainly did in my case so i set off on that quest to find ways to heal and i looked at all different kinds of healing modalities and i came that's when i discovered tapping emotional freedom technique yes which is what i'm actually using now with clients
0: yeah
1: um and it absolutely blew me away the effects of it you know within a a couple of weeks i was on a training um course and even before i finished the treatment i was qualified as a practitioner Um, and looking forward to, to starting that kind of work and I knew that's what I was meant to be doing you know because what I was discovering through my own work on me with the tapping was actually there's nothing wrong with me even though I have spent my whole life believing I must be defective in some way and you know, I'm not quite like other people and other people find things so easy and I struggle and you know all that stuff oh yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> the mind monsters. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it just slowly dawned on me that they, these were just stories I was telling myself it, and it's not the truth of who I am. And then I just wanted everybody to know that, you know, I wanted to, and tapping really helps you to get access to, to, to the roots of where all those mistaken meanings came from. Yeah. Because actually they go way back to childhood where things happen for whatever reason, you know, maybe our caregivers can't give us love in the way we needed it. Mm. Whatever the reason, whatever's happened we give it a meaning but from a very very small perspective almost like a postage stamp piece of the bigger picture because we're just little kids yeah and we have to give it a meaning so usually we make it mean something about us you know there must be something wrong with me and then that runs in the subconscious mind and it comes up big time when you step out there as a self-employed person and you're not in the context of a business anymore or another entity you're not talking about a company you're stepping out there as you yeah and you have to plant your flag in the ground and claim that you can help people here's this is who i am this is what i can help you with and this is how much it costs to work with me and of course that brings up all the self-worth worth stuff you know so you get the little voices in who do you think you are to be doing this and they're going to find you out <laughs> and you're such a fraud what makes you think you can help people you know all that stuff that comes in Absolutely and that's That's
0: why i worked with you isn't it
1: (laughs) and that's why i continue to work on me because you know i think this stuff comes up at at different stages and Mm -hmm. it's usually for me i I no longer see it as obstacles i see it as opportunities to grow and signs that we're on a path to growth because when that resistance comes up it's because we're pushing at the edges of the comfort zone
0: yeah
1: definitely. Uh, and it's time to do some work you know so we can expand and be that person who can take the next step to be more visible or, or to to charge more or or launch a bigger program whatever it is that feels scary you know we we have to um find a way to to get beyond that block that no i can't do this i'm a fraud there's something wrong with me yeah and actually there isn't yeah it's just our safety stories that come up to kind of keep us small
0: i love how you explain all of that i mean that's You've just encapsulated something that impacts on every single human being mm. and, and that can take years to unpick. You've just described that in the most beautiful, relatable way <laughs> in the space of I don't know how many minutes. I'm not looking at the clock. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's incredible to go from um you know, feeling that feeling that crappy about Um, a job that is basically sucking the life out of you. Yeah. Literally. Um, Yeah. By the sound of it, that what you were using (laughs) quite stark language to describe how you felt about it. And you, and you, you kind of, you were almost, your hand was forced a little bit because of the situation at Mm. home. And then, and then you've got a diagnosis that's going to shake the foundations of anybody. Mm. Um, and you somehow found the capacity to still in, in that space be proactive and look at other ways you could approach it and extract learning and lessons from it. Mm-hmm. I had no choice. I guess the choice was to carry on doing what I was doing, and
1: I, and I yeah. wouldn't be, I wouldn't be yeah. you now talking to you. I'm sure it would have killed me in the end, you know, because it it was just totally out of alignment with who i am yeah
0: at my core yeah so was it was it an almost an overnight thing of you know that reminder comes in that we're not here forever and then suddenly the choices become a lot more real don't they
1: absolutely was it as
0: immediate as, as that i think it was
1: because it because it is such a stark choice yes and it really focuses the mind and when you get a diagnosis like that it somehow it's magical in a way because all the dross falls away yeah all the things you thought were important and that you should stress about and be worried about and be anxious about suddenly don't seem to matter anymore they're just like little molehills
0: yeah. or not even
1: molehills you know they're just totally irrelevant and you get to focus on what really matters to me now and and that was just being here being with my kids being here for my family and my friends and 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 being here for me so i can get the full juice out of the time i've got on the planet you know not 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 just be trying not to die all the time
0: (laughs) yes yeah absolutely yeah i mean it is actively choosing to live isn't it Mm. as opposed to going through the motions and showing up every day doing a thing you really hate i can so relate to this i'm sure i'm sure people that listen to this will really mm. able to relate to it as well. I think up
1: to that point, though, getting the diagnosis, I, I didn't even see that I had a choice. Yeah, of I, I, I just had to do what other people were expecting me to do, yeah. even though it wasn't working for us. You know, yeah. it's a ridiculous thing, really. But <laughs> that's one of the things conditioned into my subconscious. I have to keep everybody else happy. Yes. I have to people please. I have to do the right thing, the responsible thing. Um, you know, whereas what I did might have seemed like throwing caution to the winds and just... Because I didn't know where it was going to end up when I. It's not the thought.
0: logical way, and that's the thing. It's not. Is, no, <laughs> we right. are. We live in this <laughs> society that kind of. It's not. We don't even glorify logic. We just don't stop to ask ourselves the question in the first. No, that's thing, right. That it's exactly like the most logical step to do. I can yeah. totally relate to this. Yeah, I've been there myself, and. um mm yeah it, you know people think you're crazy don't crazy. they when you absolutely take a leap and follow following and must I must mean, admit that there, were, there were
1: times when I wondered if I'd been crazy as well because you know you don't you don't kind of fall into a business overnight and make a success of it financially it takes a while doesn't it it does yeah and I think there are lots of other turning points and there always will be turning points along the way you know where we have sudden realizations oh I need to learn about marketing I wasn't born knowing how to do it and it's not good yes. enough to be good at what I'm doing I also need to know how to communicate it
0: so how long after your um your discovery of EFT did you decide that it would be your next your next thing your your business or was it more of an evolution
1: it was an evolution I don't even think it was a decision it it almost felt like because I was so just thrilled to have found it I felt so blessed to have found it yeah Um, and it, it's almost like it kidnapped me, you know, it became the total focus for a while. Um, but it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And and it's totally transformed the way I feel about me. I I feel more expansive now. I don't feel as constricted anymore and and I'm still working through stuff as we all are. I think we do until we die. You know, if you've got a pulse, you've got stuff to work through. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's, uh, yeah, no, it's given me tremendous hope the future and um and I just feel like I'm living more on purpose now and I am to some extent making the difference I came to make
0: yeah and that's why you've always got sparkly eyes <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't know I had sparkly eyes till I met you Helen
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see things <laughs> oh, <you>, magical. <my> <laughs> but I love I love the fact that you used the word expansion you know that mm-hmm. that that physical and emotional and mental sense of expansion and contraction mm. is such a great description for mm. the different states we enter into. And, yeah. and um, you know, it's, it's like on the emotional vibration scale. Which I think you're probably familiar with as yes, well. Yeah. The the higher levels where you're more bliss, in your bliss and following mm-hmm. your purpose and really aligned and really congruent and really in integrity, then you're really expansive. It is expansion and and, and it feels physical and mental, doesn't yes, it? And then yeah. being in a stark, crappy, horrible, drudgery <laughs> kind of job everything feels like it closes in it's it's really compressive and it's like a shutting down yeah 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 so this this turning point for you kind of opened up your world oh it did being really closed Mm. closed in and not like you say not even knowing you had any options yeah
1: it can be a bit of a shock as well when you have that kind of realisation that I actually I've not been living my life, I've been yeah. living who they expected me to be or who they want me to be, who I need to be to keep them happy.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, because mm. um, I'm glad you raised that. No one else has raised that. But yeah, I, I, I know with some of my clients, there have been times where they can feel, um, you know, a lot of just a lot of regret and that and that real sense of time wasted and mm. all of those horrible emotions that come up and um and obviously that's not going to help anybody no no and I don't think time is ever wasted yeah. is it <laughs> no I don't and that, I, that's kind of why I wanted to do this project because yeah I think you know we all have these weird and wonderful pathways through our lives and Big or small turning Mm. points, many of which we don't really know until afterwards, until we look back.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I I just really believe they help us become who who we're here to be. Absolutely. And I think bring us to where we are now, yeah. Yeah. I understand being driven by wanting to avoid regrets, but it just wastes your life force energy to look back on things you can't change. It's kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what would you say to someone who's in that in that place you know if someone's listening to this and they they have woken up to this fact that there are choices and they can make other decisions mm. and they're feeling quite thrown by that
1: mm. i would say it's is, it's is, as you say it's messy in the middle when you're going through a transition you know and it's not necessarily easy and it's much easier to talk about it when you're at the other side and to look back and see it more clearly. Um, so using any, any tools you've got to kind of calm your nervous system so you can just sit with what there is yeah. and see it clearly and then connect in your heart and, and, and ask to be shown the way forward you know, and trust that there is a way forward for you, not that what other people tell you you should be doing, yeah. but, but just finding it in your core. Your soul knows what you came here for. And if you trust it, will, it will show you the next step and the next step and the next step.
0: Yeah
1: so it's just following that
0: yeah
1: knowing that there will be challenges on the way you know there'll, there'll be other afogs if you <laughs> call this one giving the polite version another flaming opportunity <laughs> to grow because <laughs> they come at regular intervals
0: um, <laughs> i love afogs yeah so, i'm so glad you introduced me to those. <laughs>
1: And some of them are big and some of them are small, but they're all useful because they are all opportunities just to question. Well, what am I doing here? And is this in alignment with who I am? Mm. And if it's not, then your body gives you a clue, doesn't it? Your energy, you can feel yourself physically contract.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think the key thing is um, it's about feeling, not thinking, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so getting better at feeling feeling those yeah. contractions and, and using that to noticing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Notice, notice right. that a shift is needed, whatever that yeah. might be.
1: And I think we're really blessed on, on that when we're doing that self-employed thing as well, because you can be in um, a, co- a corporate job, you can be in paid employment and yes, be stretched, but you, you very rarely get the opportunity to really come up with some of this stuff that's going on underneath, you know, when yeah. you have to go out there and talk about yourself. And it brings up all the self-worth and the self-esteem and all the mistaken meanings. It really brings it up big time when you've got to suddenly expose yourself.
0: Yeah, definitely. um,
1: And be out there and be proud about what you're doing. You know, it's going to bring up a lot of stuff from the past that you don't really need to hang on to and it gives you access. So now you can work with that and reframe those mistaken meanings from an older, wiser perspective and, and then move forward and grow, you know?
0: Yeah. So... Yeah, I love that. Um, in terms of how you moved forwards in in your business, you know, you were br- embracing the fact that you were you were setting up a business around mm. something that you'd become really passionate about that transformed you in itself mm. another turning point within a turning point, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what made What made the difference in your mind between stepping into owning that fully as opposed to what you were doing um, when you were doing reflexology and you described it more as a as a hobby? Yeah, Um,
1: I think it was because I couldn't get enough clients to start with and and I knew I wasn't going to go back to a job. That was a red line. Excuse the Brexit (laughs) terminology. (laughs) there. I was not going to go back to paid employment. I was adamant about that. So I knew I had to make it pay. I had to make, find a way to make it pay. Yeah. Um, and I spent quite a long time in the wilderness trying all these different things, attending all the free webinars, you know. And, uh, somebody described it as spaghetti marketing where you just throw a whole load of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> but then you can't see what it was that's sticking. So um, yeah, and I, eventually I, it dawned on me that I needed to get some um, expert guidance. And I found the most wonderful um, business coach who set me off on the path of, you know, get, getting that clarity on who, who is it you want to work with, what you want to help them with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that made that was the turning point. really. I'm sorry, I can't quite remember your question, but that's when I really started to connect with. Yes, I can make a success of this. Yeah. Um, and it's been a journey. I mean, it's, it's an ongoing journey. I think I've finally got momentum now where I'm, I'm known for what I do um so i get referrals and i I get referrals from other business coaches who want that mindset piece who who don't necessarily do the really deep work um so it seems to have its own momentum now and i I can relax a bit more about that side of it but it's definitely a whole skill set and it's a bit like if you're trying to do it just because you're good at what you do and hoping people will send you people it's a bit like trying to fly with one wing Mm. you just go round and round in circles you don't go anywhere really (laughs) (laughs) you need to develop the muscle in the other wing, which is knowing about how to communicate what you do and how to get in front of the right people who need what you're offering.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the wonderful thing about your work is that you found, um, you found this magical tool that not only became something that you were passionate about, that you could build a business from, but at the same time, you discovered a tool that could help you work through all the stuff that came up in the business. Absolutely, <laughs> it's like, <yes>. it's like <laughs> the best win-win ever, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> you had all those, those periods. So um, I don't think I've thought about it that way before. But hearing you describe, you know, all the stuff that that we all have to work through oh I
1: certainly had a lot of stuff to work through yeah and if I hadn't found a way to do that I know there are other ways but this was just the perfect way for me you know yeah Um, and and I I do work on myself but I also regularly have sessions with other other practitioners because our our own stuff is so close we can't actually see it
0: definitely yeah
1: so you do need another pair of eyes on it whether it's somebody using the same tools or different tools you know I think it's valuable to try different tools as well yeah Um, so I'm always working on me I'm a work in progress
0: (laughs) yeah and I love that because that's walking your talk isn't it Mm -hmm. you know it's accepting that you know it makes you still very human very relatable is real life and that's kind of another reason I'm having these conversations (laughs) to, to show people that Just because we've got to a certain place that you could perceive as, oh, she's arrived. It's just nonsense. You've never arrived. It's just that you've found a better way to live that is more suited to Mm. your
1: character. I think that's a really great mindset shift to have as well. Not not to be thinking that there's a final destination with this, you know, looking up to the top of the mountain and seeing all your heroes on top there and thinking, oh my God, I'll never get there. It's about enjoying the journey because it's a process very much we're constantly evolving and unfolding yeah um and be here now and enjoy it yeah and what a privilege to be able to do this you know to be able to sustain ourselves through our gifts which i think is what the universe wanted in the first place for us but we've just been closed off by all the mistaken identities we've assumed
0: yeah absolutely and and we are in a way we are um we're kind of treading a pathway that hasn't really been trodden in quite this way before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like how many of our our parents mm. got to do this kind of stuff? Mm, you no, know, very really lucky. for yeah, and it's it's an unprecedented time. Mm, we're pioneers, it, aren't we? We are pioneers.
1: <laughs> in the Wild West.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I often think back to um I I apologise if anyone hears this and is offended by what I'm about to say, but frankly, I often think back to the witches that were burned at the stake. I Mm -hmm. I think back to the, you know, the, our ancestors are, Mm. are, you know, the healers in times gone by, which is what I'm pretty sure witches were. Uh, People who were just in touch with the same things we're now accessing. Mm. They, 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 they created fear because they were doing things differently. Yeah. I think we are, we're like the new evolution of. of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If that.
1: I do agree with you, and I, but I think people are more ready for it now. You know that it does seem to be getting momentum, so that yes. things that were considered way out on the fringe and totally woo woo, are now coming more into the mainstream, right. and people are connecting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, western science is proving so many things oh, now God,
1: yeah that's so exciting i've got goosebumps when you said that the way the way quantum physics and healing is coming together isn't it and yeah.
0: i've got goosebumps <laughs> as well because you know, when that started happening that wasn't happening even when i did my shiatsu training and yeah. you know, i started in 2003 and mm. a lot of the concepts then were just weird to me with yes. my kind of western me- medicine background yeah yeah um, but the delight, you know, as things like heart coherence has been discovered yes. and um, there are images where scientists are starting to map out meridians and, yes. you know, yeah. and they're feeling energy fields. And then all the stuff around heart memory, yes. heart transplant, patients yes. and things like that. It's just, there's so much stuff. And yeah, yeah. like you yeah. say, the quantum...
1: Mm. quantum
0: energies magical energies it's brilliant i love it it's yeah and and quantum scientists and people like uh, biologists like bruce
1: lipton talking about the power of the mind on on the effect of the mind on the body yeah yeah amazing stuff
0: Mm -hmm. So, so how does it feel to be to be on this side of that turning point and to be navigating your way through life each day but but doing it from a much more aligned place much more on your terms it
1: feels amazing yeah and and i almost don't recognize the me that i was because that was a, such a much smaller version of me yes um yeah i haven't really thought about it in that way actually now you're saying it and, and i could feel quite sad for the younger me but actually i needed to go through all that to get to where i am now yeah <laughs> and, I, and I need to go through need to go through all those those experiences and and all the messy middles, yeah, that, in order to kind of shake me awake enough that I could see there was a choice.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I love so that. I think it's a really exciting journey, and it's going to carry on. You know, there's there are going to be more messy
0: middles. There will be more messy middles <laughs> for us all. <laughs> but oh. it be wonderful <laughs> if we could um, if we could all get some sense of. Trust in that and peace. Yeah. Yeah. That that it's
1: not happening to me, it's happening for me. It's happening for my growth. Yes,
0: yeah, very Mm -hmm. much so. And I and um, I was saying to someone the other day, I think, even if you find yourself in a turning point that, you know, teaches you something really hard and it feels really icky and Mm -hmm it might be a turning point where you come out the other side and think well that was a really bad move (laughs) (laughs) even then you are armed with information you are the next one you've got something from it exactly so
1: it's like it's like a gift in crappy wrapping paper isn't it (laughs) (laughs) there's a gift in it somewhere it's not always easy to see in the moment yeah and that's the thing isn't
0: it it's it's um a lot of these turning points are only things we realize after the event and yeah. it's yeah it's hard when you're in the middle of them but yeah. um what what would you what would you say to somebody who is in the middle you know is really in that messy stage yeah. who who doesn't kind of know how how to just sit and trust I mean, you you, you gave some, you gave some great advice earlier, mm. but is there anything more you want to say around how you make peace with it and kind make of? Peace yeah, trust that you'll come out the other side of the <laughs> ravine or however it feels to you
1: I, I think maybe the only other thing i would add to what i've already said apart from tapping uh, or any other tool you can find to, to kind of calm your nervous system down so you could be in a more resourceful space mentally yeah when we're in that triggered space we're, we're kind of flooded by the fears of the child yeah and, and the blood's gone from the forebrain we can't see the situation clearly we just yeah. panic um but the only other thing I could say is that, that everything is changing all the time. You know, that this too will pass. That saying that it's yeah. not always going to be like this and that there will be an after as well as a messy middle. There will be something else to come. Um, and if you can calm yourself and, and move from a more resourceful space, then you can, you can, you can find yes. some positive in this somewhere. There will be a positive in it for you somewhere, yeah. even though it may not seem so now. Yeah. So hang on in there.
0: Keep I love packing. that you said that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad I reframed that question and asked it a slightly different way, because mm-hmm. you've, you've given another juicy nugget there, you know, in terms <laughs> of that stark contrast between the fear response and the fact that it's a very, it's like a physical entity, but there are simple, simple ways that you can, mm. like having that awareness, isn't it? It takes, mm. it takes the fear out of the fear. Yes, It's just a physiological response or yeah, a memory yeah. response. And, mm. and it's natural as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that you um, have some amazing um, free resources that actually can help people mm-hmm. get to know about tapping and try it out mm-hmm. and feel its effects for its, for themselves. And um, And I have to say by the way, and I know I've shared this with you before. When I first heard about tapping, I, I was not convinced at all. Me neither. I thought it was <laughs> I'm just, ridiculous. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm someone with shiatsu training. I knew about meridians? but I just thought, tapping, don't be ridiculous. You need a proper shiatsu session. <laughs> but um, but when, I, when I, I don't know, something shifted, I thought, let's be open to it. Uh-huh. And then I worked with you and... um I just took to it like a duck to water. You and it, it is, it makes perfect sense to me because it's combining that ancient mm. energetic meridian stuff mm. with this very logical, um, psychological mindset stuff. Yeah. And it, I just think it's a beautiful, beautiful blend. Mm. Oh, sorry, I digressed mm. there, didn't I? But. <laughs> I like hearing you talk
1: about tapping. I like hearing anybody talking about tapping.
0: <laughs> well, that's why I love it. Like I have definitely, I, I guess I'm sharing that because, you know, we're all, we're all going to be skeptical about things. Yeah. Human nature. And yeah. so there might well be people listening to this that are just like, yeah, whatever. You have The only
1: way to know those to try it. Cause if I tell you what <laughs> strawberry jam is made of, and you've never tasted strawberry jam, you won't have a clue what it is until you actually put some in your mouth. Yes. <laughs>
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah so so tell tell us about what what have I got? Yeah, what have you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go to
1: tappingtoyoursuccess.co.uk, there's um on the home page there's a link to a free quiz that you can download. Um and that takes you through some really simple steps to help you bring up into your conscious awareness what are the mistaken meanings and what are the traumas and the mistaken beliefs that um on the whole, you downloaded as a child that are still running in your subconscious now and that are governing 95% of the way you show up in the world today. So, that potentially are really big blockers for you in your business. That, yes, you can muscle through, but it takes a lot of energy. And then that takes all the joy out of creating your business because you're always in battle with yourself. So, um, yeah, so that's there. There's also a freebies tab with a few other things on there if you want to explore. But I, I recommend you start with a quiz and sit, find out what's there for you. I think what I love. I love
0: many things about you, but one of the things I really love about you is the way, the way that you make these concepts so accessible in terms of how you share them. Thank you. um, You know, that leads me to wonder really whether, whether you, did you always have that capacity? Do you think discovering EFT has helped you step into accessing and owning that capacity, or is it something that grew? from staring? I haven't really noticed, to be honest. because <laughs> <laughs> you, you just do it so naturally?
1: <laughs> I think my mind loves um, pictures and stories, so it's, so yeah, maybe that maybe that helps me
0: definitely. Yeah, because yeah. that's what you're doing. You're painting pictures and, mm. and stories with your words. Mm. It's quite a skill. Mm. Um, and yeah,
1: and I think the tapping as well is kind of. It, it's, a, it's like a paintbrush because you, you learn the basic techniques, but then you, you, I work very intuitively. So it's a bit like I'm doing an abstract painting with the tool. I'm not following a formula, you know,
0: I'm using it my way. Yeah, and you are very, very intuitive. Mm. And is, would you say that's come from this big turning point as well? Absolutely, you know yeah. No, I
1: didn't know that before, and I, I didn't have a clue about personal development before. You know, I thought I'm in the world, and this is happening to me, and this is the way it is.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is, you know, quite um, um a solidifying way of looking at life, isn't it? It's quite kind of solid. There it is. Yeah. I, I can do about it. Yeah. Whereas this has just opened up a whole world of possibilities now. Yeah. Which is fantastic. I feel so blessed to
0: have found that i i I feel blessed (laughs) that you found that (laughs) because i've (laughs) been from it you know i've not only got to um access a tool that really helped me shift and and still helps me Mm. daily like you're
1: still using it yeah
0: i still use it i use it maybe not every single day but Mm. definitely at least five days out of seven Mm. i use it all the time it's become a real uh, it, it's incorporated into my daily routine yeah, you know, my morning routine and it it definitely makes a difference when mm. I don't do it because I've mm. played with it to see you yes. know I kind of t- like you were saying about throwing spaghetti at the wall I, I yes. do that sometimes with my morning practices because I don't get to do them all every single day that's just not realistic sometimes mm-hmm. um, but I'll play with taking one of them out Let's yeah. take up meditation today. What well, happens? Movement today. <laughs> <laughs> They do all make a difference. Yeah, they do. You know, when I use them all together, mm. it helps me access a whole other mm-hmm. you know, being and presence and grounding. And mm. yeah, yeah, it's mm. magical. And then can also, I, of course, I've got to know you as well. It's <laughs> lovely. Can I ask you a question before we finish? Yeah, of course you
1: can. But will you be talking about, your turning points
0: good question and yes is the answer yes yes, yes no I, I know they're all in your wonderful book but it'd be lovely to hear you talking about yeah no bless that. you thank you for asking that i am um, i wasn't actually going to mm-hmm. um and then the lovely jenny kovacs i interviewed her her yeah. episode is brilliant um mm-hmm. and she said at the end of it once we'd stopped recording would you like me to interview you Fantastic. i said well let me sit with that I'll get back <laughs> to you which is my answer to everything now I don't ever say no um and um and the next day I thought yeah that'd be a great that'd be great brilliant because she's great Jenny she's mm-hmm. so great. um so yeah we've recorded that it was fantastic it was interesting I said stuff I didn't know I was going to say brilliant I'm, I'm really so looking forward to that. that point so yeah no it's lovely and there has been um there are definitely a lot of parallels that run through mm. each of the the, the stories imagine, yeah. that everybody's yeah. yeah generously shared and mm. um and I and I love that about it and yours is the same. There are mm. there are these you know very clear themes yes that represent just the human the human journey and it yeah does yeah it, mystify it doesn't it and mm. normalise it. Yes. I know you're, you're not the only one struggling with whatever you're struggling with. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. of the course. Mm.
0: So if you, uh, um, if you were able to go back in time and share an insight with yourself 10 years ago, mm-hmm. with the knowledge that you have now, what do you think you might say? um 10 years ago i was just about getting my head around the marketing thing
1: <laughs> i would just say keep going with it you know it's going to be okay just keep doing what you're doing it'll be fine don't worry about it don't stress about it enjoy the journey
0: yeah perfect i love that because that goes right back to what you were saying before <laughs> it's a process enjoy yes absolutely your of it yeah oh thank you so much is there anything else you want to share I think that's it from me, Helen,
1: but thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about it and to think about it, you know, because it's easy just to gloss over all this stuff, isn't it? Not, um, not actually get the full meaning for yourself from it
0: as well. Yeah, definitely. And thank Mm -hmm. you. I, um, I've, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for quite a while now. And, um, I have really, I thought you were great the first time I met you, but, I've had the pleasure of being able to see you just evolve and, and I say, expand and really inhabit Mm -hmm. yourself just so much more over the years. And I see this just gorgeous. Oh, Helen. I'm going to have to tap now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, I don't say anything unless it's, oh that's really sweet but honestly that's what I see in you and and I share that because if anybody listening to this um is intrigued by what you're offering and wants to know more about you or maybe wants to explore working with you then I I, this is just adding an extra element of wonder (laughs) you you have so much to offer and I'm so glad that you honored your turning point and came through it and took this pathway because it's so aligned with who you are as a mm. person it's wonderful mm. oh, thank, you. No, thank you thank you um so just remind me of your website again is that the best place for people to find oh, yeah. you yeah it's tap into your success.co.uk yeah and, and there's a link to the quiz on the first page wonderful and i'll put put all that in the show notes as well Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been great. Um, and thank you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Turning Point Project. If you found this episode useful, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast as it really makes a difference and will only take a moment. If you'd like to continue the conversation or ask me any questions, come and connect with me over on Instagram at Helen Rebello Author or join the free Magical Life Movement at HelenRobello.com. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day, and I'll catch you in the next episode.